This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. racehorses up here. Are these crowns? Where's yours? I smell good now, too. I mean, this is fucking cool. It's so bananas that we're here because what really happened is, like, our tour agent's always like, Here's where the numbers are. You're going here. You're going to Des Moines. You're going, and we're like, okay. And then once in a blue moon, we'll be like, can we go to? And we and like Hawaii's the second one we when ever do did that. When do either way. of us ever use that tone of voice ever? We're like, we're like, this is my. We're like, voice. sorry, we're going to Detroit in February. <laughs> What's this now? Is the tone of voice that's usually used? What if my real voice? This is my podcasting voice. What if my real voice? <laughs> And what if I'm like the Theranos lady? My real voice is like this, actually. <laughs> when I start actually talking about my murder and blood samples, just a drop of blood. <laughs> just, just a, a simple drop of, drop blood. of blood. The whole thing was fake. Ugh. <laughs> Love it. That's not this podcast. Sorry. Different podcast. <laughs> uh, and then we said, can we go to Hawaii? And, and he said, okay. And now we're fucking here. It's <laughs> We're here and we're real. We're real. <laughs> uh, I had so much to say. Oh, look what we saw. This is like the first thing that we saw. Yeah. Ooh, maybe over there. Yeah. <laughs> There's just no direction. <laughs> Steven. Good job, guys. That's where Barry grew up with his grandma. Yeah. Thanks for raising up a good one. We're sorry. God. Just amazing. Truly. Steven so cool. is not here. <laughs> we brought our friend Lizzie instead. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> this is becoming like a kind of thing where every single live show we say Steven's not here. Every single for, you know, like 40 live shows. Yeah. And still the audience is like, aww, <laughs> like this is our line. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah, that's true. And then Steven rises up from the back. <laughs> I bought my own plane ticket, bitches. <laughs> Wait, 
wait, who's watching the cats? <clears throat> Actually, my dad is watching the cats. Uh, we're letting him back in the house, even though we almost party. He said, he texted me, tell everyone I say hello. I'm not, he said, tell everyone I say hello. <laughs> so hello from Marty. But uh, I, in a fit of <laughs> sadness last weekend when we were away and missing the cats, bought a way too expensive cat monitor. It's just a video thing. It's amazing. And now I'm not Stop as... talking to them, please. I, be I beg you. My cats or the audience? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Christ. I was going to put a photo up, but it turns out you can see my disgusting bedroom when you can see the cats. Did you put it up? No, I did not. Oh, oh you're, did. you're like, there's yeah. no way anyone's going to see that picture? It's terrible. <laughs> Venetian blinds. I mean, what are the ones that are... Yeah, yeah. No. Like le level or blinds? The up and down ones. Uh, vertical, vertical blinds? Vertical blinds! <laughs> 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 you have ver why do you have vertical blind shame when ev uh, everybody has those? Okay. Yeah, don't. I don't know. You don't own that apartment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's your landlord's bad taste. I'm Who gives let a shit? Go. This is my favorite murder, right. the podcast. This is Karen Kilgariff. This is Georgia Hardstark. I'm actively sweating. Uh, oh my God. So much me, sweat. Tell me about your dress. <clears throat> oh, this whole thing? <laughs> well, normally I wear just an all-black version of this, but I was like, I can't go to Hawaii and just wear all-black like a weird goth. <laughs> I mean, I know I can. I know I can and that they exist here. <laughs> 808 State was a great band. I was, believe me, I've lived it. But I was like, yeah, I need to bring that floral look into it a little bit. So I did, and of course, I got this dress because it has pockets. Yeah. What if it turns out we're both terribly allergic to these flowers? <laughs> Just deathly, deathly allergic. Uh, and then, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm wearing a dress that I bought when we were in another city that we were like, can, I, can we go there? Amsterdam. It's a good one. And we went in this vintage shop and I tried a bunch of stuff on and I didn't like anything, but the guy was so like nice and eager that I felt bad. So I bought this like $13 dress. I ended up loving, but I've never had a chance to wear it. Well, and now's your time. And Walk now, it back and forth, like do a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad at that. Well, should we sit down? Let's do it. Okay. I have to take, I have to take one layer of flowers off. I'm sorry. Me too. I feel crowded. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my hair. It's just on me. Is that rude? Did we do that wrong? Is that rude? Okay. Yes, it's definitely rude. It's <laughs> just how it is. These are so gorgeous. They're so gorgeous. They are. They smell good. I like them. Um, why don't you tell them about this podcast? Oh, okay. Hey, guys. Well, I feel like everybody here knows. We're so thrilled to be here. We're yeah. so thrilled. And we're... And we realize that we've really tapped... <laughs> we've really tapped your population... And we honestly were like, we might show up and there's like 62 people yeah. there. It's a very good chance. We were like, we don't give a shit. We're not gonna do it. We're <laughs> yeah. doing this thing. 
We got here, we got backstage, and well, I like to pronounce it the Aloha Arenos, um, sent back, yeah. Is that right? Sent back boxes upon bags upon boxes of Hawaiian treats for us. You, it was insane. I am so high on sugar right now. <laughs> we, we've been eating <laughs> things. Okay, that lemon coconut cake bomb thing that was from, <laughs> I think it's from Pipeline Bakery. Holy shit. Holy shit. That salty malasada situation. Oh, everything. You guys. Um, incredible. Uh, but I really have eaten so much sugar today. <laughs> also, there was just a bag of like Hawaiian chips. We're like, yeah! <laughs> the rare Hawaiian chip. So thank you. Thank you. Yes, Hawaii thank you so Marinos. much, you guys. That was so nice of you. Yeah. What a lovely welcome. Yeah. <clears throat> it's almost um, like Aloha. So you know, the Aloha Arenas know where they are and what's going on, but for all the people who might have season tickets to this theater or um, whose, whose partner might have dragged them along against their will, we just sort of do a quick escalation review at the top of this because this is a true crime po comedy podcast. Um, and sometimes when people hear that combination, they immediately get defensive or they get offended or they say, how dare you do that or you can't do that. And so we like to start this show off by saying that when you listen to this podcast and, and you know us and you get to know us, you understand that the comedy part is just our natural personality. It's the expression of each other. It's how we talk to each other. And then it's us talking about the thing that we've both been obsessed with since we were like 12 years old. Um, it's a thing that we love and uh, that we're super fascinated by. And so we process it together and it is the worst of humanity. These are the stories that are the worst of humanity. Um, parallel to that is the comedy. It's not of that. And so that seems to be an important point to make to some people. The people, I think, who get offended by stuff like that, we just want to say, top of the show, you probably should get the fuck out. <laughs> Yeah. Your friend will meet you in the lobby. Um, there's a great beach nearby. Yeah. Is there? I we'll don't know. We'll all meet you there after. <laughs> and we can work through this together. We're going to do it. Um, do you go first or do I go first? It's you. Okay, great. Thanks. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye.
Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant, like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could, as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant-quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. Oh, my Kleenex. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was like a little surprise in there hidden for you. All right. Okay. Here we go. Um, We're going to do... We're going to get rid of Obama's apartment. (laughs) How do we do it? I don't remember. Huh, four, Which six, way is eight. it gonna be? That way? No. Maybe someone else will do it. Okay. Under the table works. No. Okay. No. Well, it's gonna stay up there <laughs> all night, forever. Picture, if you will, a brown apartment building. <laughs> okay, now I'm angry at it. Ah, there we go. Okay. How'd you do that? I what did you know. do? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I think it's that way. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, this is the murder of Yvonne Matheson. Wow. But, okay, great, because I'm going to tell you about it. Um, Either way. Let me uh, first tell you about uh, the, the town Hilo, all right? Man, that place seems chill as fuck. If I've been to Hilo Hatties, would I know anything about Hilo? I don't know. Okay. Um, it's, on, it's on the big island, of course. It's, lar- it's larger than the state of Connecticut. Like, anyone fucking knows how big that is. <laughs> Can I just say, like, using that as a, as a like, oh, that's huge. Oh, I'm from know. California. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. We, we don't even think about Connecticut, <laughs> ever. So we don't know. But let's pretend it's huge. It's fine. Um, but even though there's only a little over 15, 150,000 people, that's less than Connecticut, I'm guessing. Is it? Probably. This is, someone wrote, wrote this. Um, it's got the fucking active volcanoes going on, mountains, it's beautiful. A bunch, a bunch of fucking hippies went there and stayed there. Sure. And like, so it's kind of a chill place, a little sleepy, um, not as much tourism as here. So they wouldn't, um, for example want me to go there. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I get it. You know. Yeah. Um, Is that where Oprah lives? <laughs> That's it wasn't Maui. a sincere question. <laughs> yeah. All night long. 
Uh, and they're known, and this is why, they're known for their sweet potato bread, which I'm like, sign me the fuck up for that shit. Okay, so, in the 1960s, a dude named Ken Matheson, he's a kid, he moves, from, um, he moves to Hawaii from Alaska, he's 13. That's a big change. Yeah. Let's just talk about, he immediately got the flu when he landed yeah. here. Purely the, because of the temperature change. And, the, and Alaska's bigger than, smaller than Connecticut. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a geography podcast. This podcast, it's true crime, and it's also <laughs> Connecticut-based. So <laughs> as long as everyone gets the reference yeah. points, I think we'll be fine. Right. Um, however, okay, so he comes here as a kid when he's... <laughs> however. however <laughs> comes here as a kid when he's 13 because his dad uh, becomes the reverend in the town of Hilo and later he becomes the, um, the police chaplain at Hilo's only police place. Okay. Station? Thank you. Okay. Uh, they adjust to their new lifestyle, of course, because it's not Alaska anymore. And so they're like, this is great. Probably. <laughs> You'd imagine. So many less timber wolves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then he's 18, he goes to college on the mainland and joins the military. He's discharged in 1976, comes home at 26 years old, and he takes a job waiting tables at a local restaurant called Ken's House of Pancakes. <laughs> Open 24 hours after party. We'll all swim there. Now, did Ken franchise this and turn his name, change his first name to International? <laughs> By any chance? <laughs> totally different business. Uh-huh. Flat roof. Yeah. Okay, got it's it. Totally different. Okay. But it looks rad. I have a feeling that a lot of young uh, outsider goth punks had grilled cheeses at one in the morning there. Sure. And said, I want to get out of here. I hate it here. You know, like they do in Connecticut. <laughs> okay. So he gets this job. <laughs> I'm sorry, Connecticut. I'm sure you're lovely. I just pictured two goths. Um, being pen pals, one in Hilo and one in Connecticut. Perhaps New Haven. I didn't pick a city, but just writing to each other about... I'm crying. Oh, it really touched you. I did. All right. So he, Ken works at Ken's House of Pancakes. No relation. Um, and pretty soon, though, uh, this beautiful waitress catches his eye, and he uh, has to know who she is. Her name's Yvonne Martin. Martins, and she's born and raised in Hilo. She's from a poor Portuguese family. They're really tight-knit and close. Uh, and she grows up as the oldest kid, like basically raising her siblings because her parents were working and teaching them how to read and write. She's just this lovely, nurturing woman. Um, and she had gotten married the year after she graduated high school, way back in 1965. But by 19, like 11 years later, where we're at, um, she starts waitressing at the pancake house. She has two kids and a divorce. So she's like, here we are. Um, That's life at Ken's House of Pancakes. I mean, you know what I mean? It's fast living. Yeah. It's carb-based. Yeah. It's the same size as Connecticut. <laughs> I don't have to tell you guys. These are the last people I have to tell. <laughs> I know. Of course, Ken and Yvonne, she's this beautiful, lovely woman. They fall in love. And within a year, they're married to each other. A photo of... Can I do this this Try time? it. Good luck. Thank you. You're like challenging me. <laughs> Damn it. You can do it. I, oh, there we go. Oh. There, there we go. Is. Sweet baby angel. So they, uh, 
they get married, but her family aren't stoked on Ken. They think that he's taking advantage of her vulnerability, having been in a new divorce, being, um, being a single mother. And uh, her sister-in-law describes Yvonne as an angel, an actual angel, says, saying that she would do anything for anybody else before herself. So they were a little, like, not into how quickly she jumped into this new marriage. Um, after they got married, Ken joins the Hawaii County PD. It's the island's only law enforcement agency. <laughs> Sheriff place. Police place, <laughs> as I call it. Uh, he, um, let's see, da, 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 da. He, starts, uh, he starts in the undercover unit, unit. He's promoted to sergeant in 1985, but he wants to do other things like construction. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You don't see the pair. You don't see the. How the no, line. no. I mean, like you can have your hobbies. That's fine. Right. If you, I mean, like, I'm enforce the law all the day, all day long. But then I want to lift a bunch of bags mm-hmm. of cement to relax. I mean, those are two different jobs. That, you know, full time. I would think. Yeah. Pick your second. What you're interested in can yeah. be a thing that's also not a job. Right. Yeah. That you do on your time, like knitting. Put your feet up. Yeah. How about you just like TV? Yeah. <laughs> you just like TV. <laughs> that's, that's our hobby. Yeah, hello. It's a good hobby. So he builds a home for uh, the family and um, pretty... Oh, s- with the construction interest. Uh-huh. Sorry. That, was a, that whole thing was a setup no. for building a house. No, 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 no. There's more. Okay. You're not wrong. Got it. Um, he, so Yvonne and her two kids, come, they all live there with their son that they have together, Ken and Yvonne, named Michael. And in 1986, then he builds a, sh- a small shopping center on the <laughs> west side of the island. Wow. Yeah. His like, own? No, like for everyone. <laughs> it's not private. Is that what you mean? <laughs> it would be cool if you opened your own shopping center. You're like, I'm sorry, this is mine. <laughs> it's Karen's Payless Shoe Source. I'm sorry. <laughs> Build your own. I mean, build your own. <laughs> How about you build your own? Truly. He, he builds a public shopping center. Okay. It'd be nice if you specified. Uh, you're right. <laughs> My bad. Is the shopping center bigger than Connecticut? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Um, it, but, okay, so, yeah, it's, you know, you know what a shopping center looks like. Sure. Uh, but pretty soon, so no, no tenants are moving into the shopping center. He's just built... So he, they start to have money problems, which, of course, we all know, turns into fighting and relationship problems, because money. Yeah. Um, so they're fighting a lot, and her family starts to notice little things changing about her, like she's wearing sweaters on a really hot day, mm. and then one time her brother, who's like this, he, I got a lot of this from City Confidential as an episode of that, um, and her sweet brother is just like the amazing. Uh, He saw some bruises on her arms and she blew it off as like, you know, I was helping build things. Um, Which is like, no. Yeah. Um, So she denies that he had anything to do with it and, uh, but one day, one day, they're having marital problems. She calls him at the police station and be like, Ken, where are you? And then they're like, oh, you didn't know he transferred to a different station out of here? Oh. And that's how she found out that he left her. What? I know. It's totally fucked up. Um, so they get a divorce, and her family's, like, relieved, even though she's unhappy. But, um, but she's really worried about raising her, her kids without a father. And so um, she becomes a maternity nurse at, at the Hilo Medical Center and uh, starts to do stuff on her own. But pretty soon, <clears throat> she and Ken reconcile, and they remarry in 1991. But... 
What about the part where? Yeah. What about the part where he fucking ghosted her <laughs> and his own shopping center? <laughs> no, he took that with him. Oh, he did. <laughs> Folded it up. Yeah. In a little suitcase. It's portable. Jesus. The wave of the okay. future. She tries to make it work. Yeah, she yeah. wants her kids to have a dad. Yeah. Um, so that he's, oh God, he's, in the City Confidential, they interview him in, in the way that's like, we're going to pretend he's not in prison, yes. so you don't know. I'm so onto that shit yeah. where it's like, oh, I see your light blue shirt. Yeah. yeah. He's got a light blue shirt. He's in a room that looks like an adult daycare. Yes. Like a painting on the wall. Yeah. That but one of the inmates the done. Yeah. It's like, let's brighten this place up a little. It's still prison. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he just, ha the way he speaks, it sounds like he really needs a sip of water mm. and his mic is turned up all the way. <laughs> well, like, both of those things could have been happening. That's true. <laughs> but it was just this weird, you know, the thing where you go, oh, he's guilty. Like, you know? Yes. Even though it just doesn't. The jail mostly makes me do that. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it. Yeah. And the fact that he's guilty. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so he, he claims that they, they, they started dating more. He quit construction so he could spend more time with him, her. But he's saying this from prison, so, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, and so one day, on November 27th, the day after Thanksgiving, 1992, Ken and Yvonne spend a day with her family. They all say it was a great day. They were, like, really hopeful that things would be on the up and up now. And then they drive away for a romantic getaway... And um, there's a downpour that day, and it's the rainiest place in the country. Did you know this? Hilo? Or no, the island. It's always raining. But this is like an extra, extra downpour, like double time, global warming style. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, police aren't surprised later when they get a call about a traffic accident on a winding mountain road. It happens all the time. But when they sh the patrolman shows up, it's something he's never fucking seen before. Um, there's a van in the ditch on the side of the road, and when he, when the patrolman comes up, he finds Kenneth Matheson holding uh, his his wife's body, like, you know, cradling her. Um, they rush Yvonne to the hospital, but she passes away. And uh, then Ken's father, remember, he's the fucking chaplain. He has to call her family to be like to tell them what happened, which is insane. And um, so. What Ken's story is, is that he and Yvonne were driving uh, to the small town of Volcano at the top of the mountain. They're going to spend a romantic weekend alone. She's driving. They get in a fight. And um, she just jumps out of the slow-moving van that she was driving. That's his story. That she was driving. Uh-huh. Okay. That's that she just... Listen, I, I've gone out with people where I want to jump out of the car, <laughs> for sure. I may have even tried it a time or two. But you'd stop the car first, probably. Or I was just the passenger. It's a different thing. Right. Than, yeah. Right. It's not, that's not the smartest that's uh, not a story <laughs> to give yeah. people. Exactly. Yeah. So he says he had to take off his seatbelt and heroically climb into the driver's seat to get control of the car. It's raining, everything. Mm -hmm. um, and he says he drives up and down the road searching for her. He can't find her in the downpour. And when he does find her, he, she's on the side of the road, bloody and lifeless. And he picks her up and tries to put her in the van and hold her until he flags down a coming car and tells them to get police. Um, and then he tells police he thinks he ran over Yvonne when he was driving in the rain. Okay. Yeah. Remember, fucking, sounds like he needs water. That's a, that's a lying person. That's, a li that's someone with a big lie in yeah. their mouth. That's right. Yeah. 
And the, yeah, okay, blue shirt. So, um, <laughs> Connecticut, yeah, you know, he's in you Connecticut. know, Connecticut, you already know, prison. So, uh, of course, Yvonne Stanley are, are like, fuck that shit. No, thank you. And uh, they also think that he's faking grief. And, uh, and he has a scratch. Her brother notices he has scratches on his face and arms, and he's, they're always very suspicious. Um, and so, uh, but, but sus- public suspicion, people in the fucking town start to get suspicious when the police classify Yvonne's death as a misdemeanor negligent homicide and turn the case over to the traffic unit for a follow-up investigation. So here's the thing about um, Hilo, is the relationship between the the police and the public at that time was really strained because since the mid-80s, so this fucking island is huge and there's lots of places to hide the pot you're growing. Oh. And then the DEA is like, no, we're gonna find it. And the people are like, can we just, can you just leave us alone? And they're like, no. So there's like kind of tension going on. It's like that with guns, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, lots of guns. It's that conversation, but with a ton of guns. And isn't it funny to think of it from that perspective of this insane thing that was happening, and now we can go buy pot and smoke it like on the street? Yes. It's so fucking bananas. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there. You're, yeah, yeah, you're close. It's on the way. We Hang saw tight. on the way here the, the cannabis convention this weekend. <laughs> Yes, get your tickets now. Did you guys just come from there? Get your tickets, because you'll forget. (laughs) You'll be in front of the TV and be like, oh, Uh, I don't feel like going to the cannabis convention anymore. How many people are, like, have anxiety there? They're just like, (laughs) too many people. That'd be hilarious. It's a convention center full of people who are lightly freaking out. They're just like, what's that guy doing over there? It's like, he's freaking out, too. (laughs) You're all freaking out. Pot is too strong these days. Yeah. It's a thousand times stronger than it was 30 years ago. There's no need. Mm-mm. There's no need for that. Just a teeny little hit, and you're good. Yeah. Even that. You yeah. s- let someone else take a hit. You walk by, go, you're done. <laughs> you're good. You'll be high for seven hours. I literally think she's talking to me. Because <laughs> I'm paranoid. No. Because I... Okay. So... Um, so uh, they're cracking down on the marijuana growers. The police are mad. The people are mad at everyone. And um, they felt that the department had, you know, wasn't really paying attention to the people. And it was kind of um, because her death was classified as a misdemeanor. Many islanders were fucking pissed off. Sure. So there's yes. a Unitarian Church group, and they start an action committee. They're like, they're also like, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, Unitarians are like that, aren't they? They're just <laughs> in your face. Yeah fuck you type of people. Totally. That's what I've always heard. <laughs> um, and it's the basis is for an organization called Citizens for Justice. And um, they, they cover the, they're like this, we can't let the police get away with this. They cover the island with flyers and petitions calling for an independent investigation of Yvonne's uh, murder and uh, demanding that Ken be fired. So they're like, fuck this shit, double time. Uh, they hold rallies and vigils. She was there. For victims of violence and... Or it's just a cat. There's like a huge cat in here. It's one of two things and they both rule. Um, did I leave my... Uh-oh, did I leave... It's definitely a cat. <laughs> um, and they hold rallies and vigils for victims of violence. Apparently Unitarians are good people. Okay. Honey. <laughs> I mean, 
of all the heckling that you could get, it's not the worst. We've had worse. However. But it, where was I? Um, we'll hold, never know. <laughs> they hold rallies and vigils for victims of violence. Meanwhile, the, um, this dude named Martin Elazar, he's the traffic investigator assigned to the case. And uh, he's investigating the biggest piece of evidence. I'm going to burp. The van. So, excuse me. I'm so sorry. I had so many <laughs> sweets backstage. Okay, so he's, he's looking at the van, biggest piece of evidence, and he starts to get puzzled when he sees bloodstains and blood spatter on the driver's side window and door and door frame, the one that she jumped out of, right? right? Remember? And on a bolt in the driver's side window, he finds um, hair and tissue that suggests that her head had come in contact with that at some point. So everything indicates that what happened wasn't a fucking traffic accident. And he sees that on the front of the van, there's no, you know, there's no way, there's no indication that he hit anyone or hit anyone. So um, Hawaii prosecutor Kurt Spohn, Spohn? Probably. Um, <laughs> great guy. He, he receives the traffic investigation findings. He orders his own investigation into Ken's background, and they discover that after they, he and Yvonne had gotten remarried, he took out a life, life insurance, insurance policy. policy. Say it with me. Every time, every single time. For $400,000. Mm. $400,000. And if she died by accident, the coverage increased to over half a million. And, and I feel like they shouldn't tell people this, if it was a result of an automobile accident, the payout would be almost $700,000. So mm, I feel like when they do life insurance policies, they should just be like, we're not telling you what makes the most money. No. You know? I don't think there should be gradations no. of quality of death. If he falls from a cliff, it's this much. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Yeah, if he's, I don't know, somehow taking a picture with his wife and she says, back up, no two more steps, and then falls into the Grand Canyon, yeah. that's $7 billion. Right. Anyway, let's see what so, happens. Go have fun. Um, and when the autopsy report comes back, it, of course, that also pokes holes in Ken's story. There's defensive injuries on Yvonne's arms and there are injuries to her head that weren't made by a fucking car. And uh, it looks like someone had hit her on the head with a pipe, is what they surmise. Um, but then, because they, they had done the autopsy thinking that it was an accident, so then they were like, well, let's, we need to do this again with a forensic pathologist. Um, puts a court order in to have her remains disinterred. Uh-oh, she's already been cremated by Ken. Yep. Um, so the... The um, attorney takes the evidence he has, ships it off for analysis to an FBI crime lab where another, none other than Dr. Lee, our friend. <gasps> Dr. Henry Lee? Dr. Henry Lee. Yes. Our friend and colleague. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's one of my favorite colleagues, I would say. Second only to Georgia Hartstar. Thank you. You guys should see him at the Christmas party. He really lets loose. <laughs> oh. It's just crazy. Um, Okay, months before the report comes back. Meanwhile, the Citizens for Justice are putting pressure on the police, and finally, in December 1993, over a year after Yvonne's death, the lab reports come back, and the next day, Ken is arrested and charged with second-degree murder. Yay! Unitarian! <laughs> oh! Here we go. There, nope, wrong way. There we go. Look at this oh. dick. Dry mouth. 
<laughs> Dry mouth is a good slam. Right? Yeah. That means you're a liar. Um, it's 1995 when the case goes to trial, finally, and, um, of course, the courtroom's packed. Uh, Ken's lawyer petitions to have him try it outside of the place where everyone hates him. Yes. And they're like, the, ju <laughs> the judge is like, nope, okay. He'll stay in the hate zone, yeah, the judge yeah. said. <laughs> yeah. Let's Keep get a right jury here. of your haters. Fair enough. The, um, so the jury goes into deliberations, and Thanksgiving is the next day when they go into deliberation so everyone's like all right they're gonna take they're gonna stop it they're gonna you know how we all do on thanksgiving no one gives a shit the day before <laughs> the day after but they're like no we're fucking staying here until we have um, a verdict and it only takes them four three hours to announce that they have a verdict wow and uh, it's midnight when the jury foreman announces that ken matheson is guilty of second degree murder and kidnapping and sentenced him to life in prison wow And then they went to Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, I they mean, did. I don't, that's got to be a hard one. Um, in 2009, the, so he, this dick, like back and forth, tries to get his conviction overturned and his conviction shortened. Um, he sues the state in 2010 to, to disqualify the par to parole board, whatever. They say it's patently frivolous. Um, it happens again, and he, a uh, panel reduces his mandatory minimum sentence to life in prison to 25 years on the murder conviction, which would mean he's eligible for parole on November 7th, 2020. But don't worry, he died in prison. <laughs> Just when the audience got super worried. Yep because they forgot about all the Unitarians that were gonna take care of business in 2020. Yeah, they got your back. But then the Lord himself came in and was like, stand down Unitarians, I'm taking <laughs> care of this. Enough of this bullshit. Stand down, the Jews got this. We're like, <laughs> Let's, we'll take over. The Jews got this. <laughs> we got this. We got it. She's Jewish too? Jesus Christ, wait. Uh, so he dies in 2015, just shy of his 64th birthday, and, oh, let's look at, I think his, his ugly old mug is on this. God, I just don't, there's no, okay, you're going to see it later when Karen next, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's, turn <laughs> it off, turn time. it off, turn it off. I don't know how. Get it I, off there. Mm. All right. Um, and Yvonne's death, of course, uh, that looked like, remember that tool video with the little oh, yeah. animated things that like brush each other and stuff? That's what that guy's face looked like to me. <laughs> like real like, ugh, ooh, I don't like it. Um, Yvonne's death remains one of Hilo's most impactful cases and of course her family and friends miss her much. And that is the murder of Yvonne Matheson. Wow. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. 
Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. All right. Well, I'm going to do the Maui yoga twin murder. What is that? Dude, I found this at 3 a.m. last night. And I kept scrolling articles and going, I think I'm still asleep. Because this is, it's just nuts. It's just nuts. Okay. Um, Some of my sources are the magazine The Cut, The New York Post, The Daily Mail. Uh, This story was everywhere. And it (laughs) spans our whole great nation. Um, Even Connecticut? (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> there was a ban on Connecticut when this, <laughs> when this took place. Okay, so I'm just going to start at, at the beginning. Um, now known as the Yoga Twins, infamously. Um, they were born Allison and Anne Dadow in Unica, New York in 1978. Um, they had an older sister, two years older, named Amy. Their mom tragically died when they were five years old. Aww. And their mother's death brought the three sisters... Uh, even closer together during their formative years. Allison and Anne had very active social life growing up. They ran track, they ran cross country. Um, They had a reputation for being popular and fashionable, and they were the captains of their high school cheerleading squad. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God, I did not do that on purpose. I I was worried that was gonna happen. I'm so sorry. That's totally my fault. There we go. There we go. Jesus Christ. You know that, you know that what sucks is when you don't know the story that the person's telling, and so you see a photo and you don't know if you'd be like, oh, they're cute, because you don't know if they're murderers or if they're not. Right. It's really, so I'm just going to nod. <laughs> right? Sometimes that's what we have to do. Yeah. Okay, uh, so that's, that's basically their young life. In 2008, when they're 30, um, they moved down to Palm Beach County, Florida, and... Uh, they opened a yoga studio called Twin Power Yoga. Mm. So I guess in the 12 years between high school and when they moved to Florida, they just got super, super into yoga. I mean... How into yoga? Do you think, do you think they, like, there we go. Nope. <laughs> I mean... Do you think they like to do one to down dog, or do you think they like vinyasa? There we go. Look at it. Okay. All right. That's the teacher training manual that the Power Twin Yoga uh, Studio put out. Are you allowed to be a teacher if you're not a twin? Um, yeah, you... Oh, sorry, you didn't share your mother's uterus with anybody? Get the fuck out. <laughs> this is... Um, this is so... What do you call that when you put a, like a, a filter on a picture? A fil- filtered? It's, yeah, like a, this is so filtered. There's like 17 filters on this. <laughs> Oh, my God, it's like you're on Instagram now. (laughs) 
Um, yes, that is that has been uh, filtered to the max. They filter they filtered it so hard the back wall looks great. <laughs> like, okay, all right, um, all right. So they they do very well. They're very successful. They soon become very well known in the area. Um, because they drive around in their matching Porsche Boxsters, mm. um, one of which has a personalized license plate, Twin Power, T-W-N-P-O-W-R, <laughs> but only one of them. Oh, so no. O- only one's a super nerd. Um, <laughs> because you know that's what yoga is all about, power right. and material goods. Yep. Um, so a local Florida tabloid called Gossip Extra regularly would refer to the twins as the terrible twins of yoga. Um, A fucking local gossip. Oh, what a a catty place to live. Yeah. Well, and also it's a Florida gossip. So it's just (laughs) like, (laughs) did you hear that she did so much meth she fell down a sewer? It's like, the rules are different in Florida. You guys know. You guys know. Page All those six. people that cheered when I said Florida, they're like, mm, in the back row, <laughs> crossing their arms as hard as they can. <clears throat> those who know them say that Alexandria is the twin with the bigger and more dominant personality, um, as opposed to Anastasia, her oh. sister, who was, who was quiet. Okay, so... <laughs> and according to their spiritual uh, ding advisor... Um, Leslie McMichael, the fake, oh. fakest name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's like, it's as if I typed it as I was writing this up. Yeah. What's a name? <laughs> Leslie McMichael? Put two first names together and we'll see what happens. Oh, that's such a romance novel name. Yeah, for real. Brought to you by Leslie McMichael. <laughs> Mc- so in 2011, uh, the twins were approached to star in their own reality TV show. Mm-mm. Right? TLC is like, what you say? Twins in yoga and Florida? We're there. Yeah. We can't resist it. Oh, so they, I guess they were making oh. like, videos. It's perfect because it's like, if your yoga instructor could show you how to do it on herself. <laughs> yeah. It seems easier when the person who's telling you how to do it and the person who's doing it are exactly yeah. alike. Yeah. Now I get it. Now I understand yoga. <laughs> <laughs> she um, looks like she's like a magician hovering her over that's there. right yeah you can't it's blocked by that but you can't see that her toes are up off the ground this is the most magical yoga twin powers activate form of nerds shape of they always was it me or in that cartoon were they always a bucket of water I'll talk to you about it after. I don't want to talk to you about it now. Okay, so the, but the producers of this uh, claimed reality show mm-hmm. pushed them into renting a more expensive uh, studio space, mm-hmm. uh, and then they pulled out of doing the reality show, which left the twins with a huge expense that they couldn't afford. And as a result, they took on a massive amount of debt. So as a person who's worked in uh, television and in reality shows, I will say to you, Leslie McMichael, you're full of shit. Because there's no way uh, any kind of, if they're go, like, we think we might do a show. 
rent a studio for $11,000. Like it, it simply doesn't work that way. Right. Everything you see in reality TV is fake, 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 and scripted and fully written. So they're not going to be like, no, go rent something. Like, yeah. They'll just make you stand in front of a building that you don't ever go into. And they'll be like, look at their gorgeous studio. So ice call bullshit. So three years later, after they're burdened with this terrible studio debt, three years later, really? they close their yoga studio. I say do it in the first year. Uh-huh. Walk away. I say shit. do it, yeah, right when you start losing money yeah. so that you don't continue to lose money for three years. Exactly. But hey, maybe the reality show producers wouldn't let them. <laughs> so uh, they, they closed their yoga studios, plural. They had had a couple around town without paying any of the employees oh. and without reimbursing any of the memberships for the people that joined up. Mm, you can't piss off yogis, man. Oh, fuck, no. Don't piss off yogis. No, they'll come at you with knives. <laughs> um, and then they... <laughs> oh, I wrote... Uh, but they did it without paying any of their employees or refunding the fees of their members, like the Buddha himself. <laughs> um, then they just hightail it out of Florida and moved to Park City, Utah. <laughs> so, after they arrive in Utah, Allison and Anne do the totally unsuspicious thing and change both of their first and last names. Yep. So, Allison Datto becomes Alexandria Duval, and Anne Datto becomes An Anastasia Duval. Oh, I think I was calling them their fake names er too early. Well, we didn't want to get confused. Okay. I gotta say, you know, sometimes... I did, right up there, sorry. You want to change your look, get a haircut, do something... Try changing your fucking entire name. Yeah. It'll really just make you... I mean, if you like the DMV, get, <laughs> do you love paperwork? Yeah. Get in there. Change your entire name. Change the most basic and difficult things or wax your eyebrows. There's all these ways that we can feel better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so listen. In January of... Uh, Oh, wait, so they're in Park City getting comfortable. They open up a new yoga studio, but they're both in $150,000 worth of debt, both of them. Each? Uh, each. That's $300,000. Great math, Georgia. Thank it you. is. That's a lot of money. It's, it's, it's six figures. <laughs> um, so they almost immediately have to file for bankruptcy, like right after they get to town. Um, more and paperwork. They get right. They love that so paperwork. paperwork. They're like, "Can we go to the courthouse again?" <laughs> uh, yes, you can. Anastasia, the fakest name I've ever heard, <laughs> second only to Leslie McMichael. Um, <laughs> then they get themselves into some legal trouble. In January of 2014, the twins got themselves kicked out of a Park City restaurant for being drunk and disorderly. Hey. Hey. How Holy loud shit. do you have to talk? To get kicked out. But I feel like in Utah, it's probably like you're just a little tipsy. You're like, get out of here, drunkie. You, you know, know what I mean? Can I have it? Uh, Ma'am, I can't have. I hate. This is crazy. Two Chardonnays. <laughs> it's barely 6 p.m. What's the, what's the red wine called? Ma'am, you have to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I mean. They're D&D in this restaurant in Park City. <laughs> the owner tells them to leave. They tell the owner they're going to have the mafia kill him. What? Yes. No, listen. Okay. It's what you have to do sometimes. <laughs> it's what you have to do. And remember, they weren't even that drunk. They were just like... <laughs> <laughs> right? They just didn't like being inconvenienced. Um, but that's not all. <clears throat> oh. Cue the foreshadowing music. Okay. 
Because they also crash their car. Mm -mm. They get into a fight in the car as they're driving the car. The fight becomes physical. Uh They're throwing punches at each other. The yoginis. Oh. The yoga experts. Throwing punches? Throwing punches, pulling hair. Their car ends up sliding into a ditch. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just, I want to, sisters are not meant to always be together when they're adults. Yes. You know? It's true. Sisters are not meant to be friends. Yeah. <laughs> Friendly, not friends. True. Yeah. <laughs> Love not my Not like um, besties, let's move to yeah. every fucking city in the United States together type of shit. It's yeah. like break away. Like texting. Yeah. You know. Get some separate hobbies. Then you have stories to tell when you get back together. Right. Hey, guess what I did that's new? Okay. You've never heard of this. Right, because now I don't want to punch you in the face. <laughs> I'm going to have the mafia kill you. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm going to start saying that to people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can kick us out, but we're going to have the mafia kill you, so you better look alive out here in Park City, Utah, where the mafia is everywhere. Uh, okay. So, in December of 2015, they decide they need to go to Hawaii for a religious quest. Mm. I bet you guys get a lot of that out here. Oh, God. I sincerely apologize. Yeah. Because. Wow. Holy shit. That's got to be rough. It's written in the Tao Te Ching, if one is to devote themselves to a spiritual practice, one should go on a month-long vacation to a <laughs> tropical paradise where everything's beautiful and the air smells like flowers. That's how you challenge your soul. Oh. And practice patience and learn to let go. If you're fucking rich as shit. Yeah. Or have a ton of credit card debt and just don't give a shit anymore. And they're just like, take my credit card, I'll have the mafia fucking kill you. <laughs> okay, Anastasia. I, in my, when I fa- fantasize about this story, I like to picture that everyone pronounces Anastasia the way she wishes they would instead of Anastasia. Yeah. Uh, two for Anastasia, it's Anastasia. Oh. <sighs> So they get to Maui, they move in with their boyfriends, Alexandria with her boyfriend, Lonnie Dickerson, and Anastasia with her BFF. They call, they call bullshit on that name, Lonnie Dickerson. Lonnie Dickerson? That's a straight up. Uh, <laughs> that's a, a lesbian a mimic partly. Wait, did you get this out of Fifty Shades of Grey, part yes. three? What I did is I took um, Fifty Shades Further and I cut <laughs> all the words out and I mixed them into a word salad and glued them onto these pages. <laughs> Whips and chains. Christian Grey says, sit in this chair. I swear to God, I saw that movie and I was just like, is all he going to do? He just makes her sit in a chair. I didn't realize that was s and I'm disappointed. Three years, three years after seeing that movie and I still haven't figured out the words to discuss it because it's just insane. And then I think you just did it for me. I mean... Yeah, the words are, sit in this chair. And then she's like, oh my God. And then he made me... Then she goes to her job at the hardware store. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. What's this? Oh, she's tomboyish and fun. I don't know. Do you need a hammer? Why do you work here? You've never fucking touched a tool in your life. Get out. Literally. Literally. She was a virgin, right? <laughs> oh, that's what the connection was. Oh, is that the spoiler? Yeah, touched oh. a tool. Oh, was that symbolism? I I just figured it out. Gross. That's why I fucking hate literature. I get it. (laughs) Okay. Anastasia's boyfriend's name was Federico Bailey. Okay, fake. 
<laughs> it's total. It's total word salad. Yeah. This is this is all terrible writing on my part. Okay. Okay. So they they get to Maui. They're like, swear to God, we're gonna be normal. They're like <laughs> looking at each other. Like, promise me you'll just do yoga, and I'll just do yoga, and we won't do this anymore. Twin pinky swear. Yeah. And as as they're pinky swearing, one oh. says to the other, Yeah, that, there you go. <laughs> I'm gonna have the mafia kill you. <laughs> That's our new pinky swear. <laughs> That's our new prayer before we go on stage. We we pray to Lilikoy and Dwight and Passion Fruit. That's right. Now it's this. Yeah, this is our new one. Oh, we don't have any more shows. Okay. Um, guys, focus. So <sighs> it's six months later, May 29th, 2016 and Anastasia and Federico have decided they want to go on a weekend camping trip together. So they packed up Federico's white Ford Explorer. They're all ready to go camping. When, who do, who, who do you think shows up? Our girl, Alexandria. She's like, I want to come camping too. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> and Anastasia's like, I've had it with you, who is also me. Um, <laughs> So she really, Alexandra really does invite herself along. The sisters, they start arguing. Federico, this is how I picture it. I don't know if literally this is what happened, but he comes out of the house with like one last sleeping bag on his shoulder <laughs> and he sees the two sisters driving off in his SUV Shut without up. him. Yes. Wait, they left him behind? They left him behind. Holy shit. I don't, the sleeping bag part is what I made up, but. Yeah, 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 no, I get it. He was like. But it really was and like. And here's, here's the last. <laughs> yep. Oh. oh. So you guys are going to go. I have to stay here. What about your sleeping bag? <laughs> oh. I got a brand new canteen. Mm. <laughs> I mean, lucky him, though, because camping fucking Ugh, sucks. God, what right are you now. trying to prove? Yeah. Oh, great. You can sleep outside. You must be stronger <laughs> than others. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get in. Get indoors. Get inside. <laughs> it's so Turn nice. Turn TV on. It's so nice. People work hard to make you TV. Stay in. <laughs> Have we lost it? I don't know where we are. <laughs> I think these were made yeah, of It's time LSD. to put these back on. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Mm. Now we're, now we're now, serious. Now this makes sense. <laughs> so they drive off without him. Okay, great. Okay. So by the time they come back, they've stopped fighting. But when he, like, walks up to the car and he's like, hey, guys, I thought you were... Then he's just... The, the fumes of alcohol come rolling out of the car. They got in shit-faced? Yes. They went off and got, bought themselves some liquor and drank it. Mm -mm. And then he was mad because he was like, when they drank, it was like Jekyll and Hyde. Mm -hmm. they, they, suddenly, that's when everything went off the hook. So, he gets mad. <laughs> he walks away, which I picture, you know, he's like an Italian guy, so he's wearing like a weird belt with jeans. <laughs> and he's like, what's that I smell? And then he like takes four feet away, like, and then they just take off again oh in his car. Oh my God, this poor guy. <laughs> so they go peeling out down the Hana Highway. Now, they're, and they're on the eastern side of Maui. Oh, great. Okay. So I will tell you and only you about the Hana Highway because Please. everyone else here knows exactly what it's like. Oh, I know. 
Okay. I know too. Have you driven down it? I know too. So just tell me about it. It's super gorgeous. It's 65 <laughs> miles long. It takes two and a half hours to drive around the whole island. And then you drive through lush, gorgeous greenery and uh, valleys. But then you also drive on these, you go over bridges that only one car can go on at a time, which is like, hey, it's 2019. <laughs> Could you get into a bigger bridge? Yeah. Double the size of the bridge. Um, I mean, Oprah lives there and she's allowing this shit. <laughs> um, there's also parts of the road where you, it's super cartoony, where it looks like as you come up around, like it's really high and up around a curve. And then you, there's just sky as you like come oh. around the corner and then your car tips up on two wheels and goes, no. and then keeps itself on the road and keeps going. What is, what is people's big issue with staying home? I mean, it's, it's not overrated. There's so many arguments here Truly. for it. So, um, so basically, uh, 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 I told you all about the thing you know. <laughs> and then there's sheer drops on no. the side on certain parts, hundreds of feet down to the Pacific Ocean and the rocks below. I don't want that. Okay. So they're again doing the thing they love to do, drive and fight. There's an eyewitness named Chad Smith who saw the sisters arguing as they sped by him, and then he saw the passenger re reach up, grab the driver's hair, and yank it down as hard as she could. Don't do that to someone who's driving. Why not to? Isn't that, <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing shit. if that's how the mafia killed you? What, your major sister mad at you? <laughs> oh. Holy shit. Uh, so, uh, at one point, Alexandria pulls the car over and she throws on her hazard lights. The argument continues. More people, there's all these eyewitnesses or people that are like, yeah, we saw those two. It looked like the same lady fighting with herself in that white <laughs> SUV. It was pretty upsetting. We were, we thought we were a super high. <laughs> um, so they, they pull over a little bit, throw the hazard lights on and uh, continue arguing, arguing, and then Alexandria puts the car back into drive and hits the gas. She accelerates, ends up going up to 48 miles an hour, takes a hard left, and goes right over a cliff. Holy shit. 200 feet down no. to the rocky embankment below. Oh my God, are you gonna show us a picture? Yeah, look at this shit. We're scared. Check it out. I would love to. Would you believe? All I want to... Whoa! Fuck that! Holy shit! I see it. No, I see where. Oh, okay. Good, good. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so yeah. uh, Alexandria, the one that's driving, is airlifted out. She only has minor injuries. What? Anastasia is killed in the passenger seat. Oh my god! Yes. Minor fucking injuries? Yes. That's... She had like she had her arm in a sling. No. Wait, there's another view. Everyone knows. Oh, no. Okay. And there's another one. Sorry, I don't know. Wow. I want to see. So I wish crazy. I could see more of that. Hold uh, on. I would really love to. You never believe. And then how does it, what happens this after it? This next picture is just another version. Shit. Isn't that crazy? I don't how understand just... how you can just walk away in like a fake person that, you know, like yeah. people wear to court when they're trying to. She was airlifted out. Holy so at shit. first I think they thought yeah, yeah, yeah. they were both dead. Um, okay. But Anastasia is, is, is pronounced dead at the scene. So upon inspection of uh, the terrain at the uh, crash site and the road around it, the investigators found no signs at all um, of Alexandria attempting to use the brakes in any way. No, no, she fucking... 
She drove off the cliff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, in the days after she's released from the hospital, Anastasia's boyfriend, um, Bailey, would later testify that Alexandria, so the boyfriend of the woman who was killed, of the sister who was killed, says that Alexandria began acting particularly strange. He says, and this is one person's, but it's, it's one man saying it, but it, he testified to it in court. Uh -huh. He swore under oath. He said that Alexandria began wearing her dead sister's clothes and began flirting with her, and he got the feeling she was trying to impersonate her sister. Um, to add to the suspicion, Alexandria tr um, is trying to buy flights to the West Coast, seemingly to flee the area. Yeah. So on June 3rd, 2016, the police find her and arrest her at a local hotel, and she's charged with second-degree murder and held without bail. Let's see if we can... I don't think I we mean, can. I can feel we? like it's not gonna. I feel like and then sometimes gonna, it does there, though. There, like it's we my give butt. Up? It's my my butt. Right when we give up. <laughs> no, we give I up. was wrong. Is it your? Thing? Oh, look at Amy Schumer. <laughs> so do you know that? And I'm saying this is like a copyright because I'm saying it and it's being recorded. That now I'm going to write the film of this true crime, and Amy Schumer is going to play. Both leads. Yes, she is. Yep. Who's going to play that cop? Oh, that's my part. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you mean uh, Leslie McJames or whatever the fuck her uh... name is? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So uh, then on June 8th, 2016, less than a week later, the judge declares that there's not enough evidence for a murder charge, and the charges are dropped. <gasps> That's my fault, because it was my birthday. Sorry. Oh. What were, what were you doing on your birthday in 2016? I don't fucking know. It was just a couple years ago. I know, and yet my brain is like, what? nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All the doors are closed. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery Science Theater closed mm -hmm. on that memory. I'm trying to reach. No, it's okay. keep going. Um, but four months later in October, a grand jury indicts Alexandria for second-degree murder. So on November 11th, 2016, she's arrested again in Albany, New York, and she's extradited back to Hawaii. Um, her bail is set at $3 million. Whoa. Um, but interestingly, she's released in February of 2017 because she went ahead and somehow found $200,000 to pay for her own release. Yay. Um, so I think them, I personally think the mafia helped her pay for it, but I don't know. We, how can we know? They're always there for, the, yeah. for certain people. So she requests a bench trial, which means that only a judge would, um, decide her fate instead of a jury of her peers. Uh -huh. Um, so the proceedings begin January of 2018. The prosecution argues that this was an attempted murder-suicide on Alexandria's part and that Anastasia's death was intentional. Um, and the proof is this airbag data, which shows that the car went from going 20 miles an hour to 48. The no brakes were applied. This is all from, apparently, wow. there's like a little chip in that insanely smashed car um, because of when the airbags go off and tell you how <gasps> fast it's going and whether or not the brakes were applied. And I think the, the fact that it turned left. So um, all of that was there and provable. Smart airbags. Right? Who Aren't they man? great? Yeah. Um, have you ever had an airbag go off? Uh-huh. It's crazy. It's scary. It's, um, it's dusty. <laughs> like, that's when I got in that car accident oh, near right. your house that time. <laughs> yeah. It was all of a sudden, there was just a loud noise, and I was like, who's smoking in here? <laughs> 
And then I told the really beautiful fireman, I was like, something's wrong with my arm. But there's nothing wrong with my arm. Is my arm broken yeah. in any way? Touch it. Just touch it. <laughs> touch it. Because in L.A., like everyone in L.A. is an actor or performer in some way, so the firemen are like quadruple hot from normal cities. It's, <laughs> it's insane. I was like, are you on um, Chicago Fire? <laughs> oh, no, you just actually work here? <clears throat> okay. Uh, so a police officer on the scene who questioned Alexandria um, testified that she had alcohol in her breath when he questioned her, and the prosecution offered that Alexandria's, um, Alexandria got a DUI in New York State in August of 2016 after the fatal accident. So, she, so it was supporting the idea she had a drinking problem and that she didn't give a shit about drunk driving. Mm -hmm. But she got a DUI after That's killing bananas. her sister by driving off a cliff. Oh. Um, now, but here's the defense, and this is an important thing because now we are truly talking about if this was an accident, if this was drunk driving and a terrible mistake and she just ended up living through it, this is a person who accidentally killed her own sister, right. her own twin sister, which is fucking terrible. Um, her defense, so Alexandria's defense attorney... Um, defends her innocence by arguing that because she was being violently attacked, she simply lost control of the vehicle. Um, so obviously, the, and they did find a handful of Alexandria's <gasps> hair in Anastasia's hand. Oh my God. So she was pulling on her hair hard enough that she pulled it out of her scalp. Shit. Let's You're not going to show us that, are you? Yeah. I'm just going to show you a close-up of a scalp that's <laughs> had several hairs ripped out. Okay. Look at the new hair. That's some. That's someone sent her a wig in jail, and I yeah. think that is so nice. No, no, that's a Brazilian blowout. Is it? I just got one. I can tell you. Oh, really? Yeah. In jail. <laughs> Those jail blowouts are the best. Ugh. So that basically, this argument wins out, and Alexandria is ultimately found not guilty and acquitted on all charges on February 1st, 2018. Wow. This just happened last yeah. year. So after the trial, oh, <laughs> there's this picture which. This is her acquitted. Uh. Um, so after the trial, she goes on Dr. Phil and is interviewed uh. by Dr. Phil. And he seems to be on her side during the whole conversation saying it seems like that the crash was a terrible accident, that an angry Anastasia pulling Alexandria's hair is what caused it. And he asks her if this is what truly happened. She responds by saying, it's part of what I do remember. Uh. Um, what? <laughs> okay. Uh, when asked if she remembered anything else in the immediate wake of the crash, Alexandria said that she could not recall specific details, but that she does remember being airlifted out of the crash site. In the same interview, she took the time to deny the claim that she and her sister ran out on the money they owed their employees at the yoga studio and the um, members of the yoga studio in Florida. So uh -huh. she, she took the time to clear her name in that way. And then yeah. when Dr. Phil was later asked, he said he believed her and thinks that she is innocent and that it was a mistake. Um, so Alexandria Duval, AKA Allison Dado, uh, has consistently maintained her innocence, claiming that she never meant to kill her sister and that the crash was just a terrible accident. And that is the incredibly bizarre and incorrectly titled twin yoga murder. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah, what if, oh, there's, oh, no, oh, did you ever see this one on Sesame Street where Dr. Phil meets Dr. Feel? No. And that's the doctor who can talk about his feelings. Oh. 
I just caught it on TV one day and I could not stop laughing. <laughs> Pretty cute. Dr. Feel. Dr. Feel. Um, that's a banana story. And Isn't now that crazy? I'm like wondering. Now I'm wondering. I know. Damn it, I wanted to hate her. And now I'm like, oh no, what if it. All right. Yeah, I'll I look. turned it all around on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. Yeah. Um, do we have time for a hometown? Let's do it. Oh, look who it is. Yes. Yeah. 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 Hi. Some some ladies in the lobby gave this to me. Oh, nice. Gorgeous. And the... <laughs> Holy shit. So, yeah, that's what happened. But it was handed to me, so apparently that it, the, the, it only works if you get it, it put on works. by somebody else. Oh. Anyway, uh, pick for him wherever you want. I'll be oh, on okay. the side okay. Cool, cool. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. Thanks. Vince Averill, everybody. Vince Averill. What's funny about her her yelling, it was me, is that she sounded like Ruth Bader Ginsburg a little bit. Which are friends. We're the ones that gave him that necklace. We did it ourselves. Truly. We've lived in Hawaii all our lives. <laughs> okay, awesome. <laughs> we support you. All right, uh, there's some rules. And listen, if you're too drunk to, <laughs> to listen to these rules, don't fucking raise your hand. It's that simple. Uh, I think you know the rules. Make it local, no exceptions. You're not the exception to the rule. Don't be the exception. <laughs> Tell your story fast, beginning, middle, end. Remember everyone hates you because you got picked. Um, yeah, I think that's about think it, right? So, yeah. yeah, and you're picking. Oh, well, yeah, do you want, should I try again or do you want to pick? Do it, you can do it. All right, all right, all right. You've learned all your right. lesson. Can I get some <sighs> lights, a little? Oh. I am scared. Oh my God! Hi. This, yeah, with the pink hair. It's humongous. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it's you. Yes, you. Hi. Come over here. <laughs> see, I fucking hate this because I can see so well that I can see people's disappointment on their faces when I don't pick them, and it hurts me in my soul. Let's bring the lights down so you, Georgia doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> she, she doesn't get scared. Marcy, everyone. Marcy. <laughs> really? Nice to meet you. Come over here. Yeah, come center up. Here, take this. I'm going to put this on. <clears throat> oh. Here we go. All right. Come get in the middle. Oh. Tie your dress. Yeah. All right. Come here. Take that. Okay, Marcy, where are you from? Uh, originally or now? Whatever you want. I'm from Waianae. <laughs> <laughs> where, will you give us just a general idea of where that is? You drive west and you can't drive anymore. That's oh. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> cool. What's your hometown? Okay. So it's kind of fucked up because it's family. <laughs> In 2004, my uncle and my cousins decided to shoot people at the Poly Golf Course. Oh, oh shit. But that's not the best part of the murder. Mm. So there's three people, right? My cousin, my two. My uncle, my two cousins, decided to shoot three people, right? Only two died. One survived. Headshot. Oh, my God. No. Well, so, sorry. What, what's the <laughs> fucking story part? Wait, like, the ooh. story part of it is, okay. is that my uncle drives to my house that night and decides to be all like, hey, I need hair dye. Uh, <laughs> always a bad sign. What? <laughs> He's like, I need hair dye. My mom's like, just get, give him your hair dye. I'm like, 
no. <laughs> I want black hair. Don't do this to me. <laughs> anyway, I gave him his hair dye. And lo and behold, he had a gun in his scooter. And <laughs> so my two cousins got caught, and he ended up going on the run for a few days. With the hair dye? Black yeah. hair? That was what that was for? Was yeah, the, the he colored his hair. But the fucked up part is that when he went to the, uh, the news, he was like, we're looking for Kevin Gonzalez. And the picture turned out, and it was the hair color that he picked for me. Oh, <laughs> honey. Just, so That's, sorry, was it was just random? They just did a fucked up thing and then ran? Uh, no, he shot someone. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, revenge was there? Uh, it, it, apparently, it was uh, over a gambling house. I know y'all know what that is here. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So it's like bad business. Um, and yeah. then, they, so they got well, caught? Oh, like after like three weeks. Oh, that's my favorite part. <laughs> 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 you did great. great um, thanks, Dylan, for pushing me to do this. By the way, my boyfriend was just like, "We're going to this." We Have you ever listened it. to this podcast before? I did. Okay, nice. <laughs> I introduced to him. I, I I showed him. Oh, good. Oh, okay, good. awesome. And he's just like. They're coming to Hawaii. We're going to this. This is your Valentine's gift. Yes. Oh, I was just move. like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Valentine's Day. Today's my Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. Well, happy Valentine's yeah. Day, you two. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, oh, my God. We've started a podcast because we like to talk to each other and now we're in fucking Hawaii <laughs> doing it and also you should know that last week when we were in the middle of the polar vortex yeah. literally on the east coast wearing a coats head to toe buying hats and CVS and putting on gloves we just kept looking at each other going we'll be in Honolulu so soon <laughs> we'll be in Honolulu so soon and now we're fucking here with you guys yeah. We're so thrilled. It truly, I mean, I, yeah, this is fucking paradise, and I can't believe how lucky we are that we got to come here for our jobs, which <laughs> happens to be something we also love to do. Yes. So thank you guys for supporting us and being the reason we get to do this shit. Yeah. It's awesome. Thank you. And thank you also for being such an amazing community that supports each other. That's one of the most beautiful things, I think, that we get to experience why we love to do these live shows is we love to see this community in action. I mean, it's under the banner of this podcast that we do, but you guys are making this thing happen, and it is the coolest thing to watch develop people meeting each other, people who tell us that they come to these shows alone, that they have terrible anxiety, they never do anything, but they came here tonight. I mean, there are stories like that that we hear every single time and we love it so much it means the world to us so thank you, you guys. thank you so much for that part as well and thank you for the desserts and thank you for your delicious desserts <laughs> stay sexy and bye you guys